Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 72 of the No Podcast. We're No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game podcast. Tonight, we have the uh, much-rumored Nintendo Switch Lite has finally been announced. Nintendo also filed um, some specs for an updated Switch console. The TurboGrafx-16 Mini, we now know what the rest of its library looks like. Psychonauts 2, the new Microsoft property, has been delayed to 2020. Super Monkey Ball has been trademarked in various markets. And a Cuphead animated show is coming to Netflix. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Michael McLeod. I'm here from space. And so our conception on the second. Hey, what's up? Hey, don't forget that that Cuphead thing says featuring Mugman at the at the bottom right. That's very important. I thought it was like Cuphead exclamation is the name of the title. And then featuring Mugman. Okay, we'll, we'll make sure we put that in the, the story. <laughs> you got to make sure we put him in there because he's the better one. Yeah, yeah. So. Mugman. Mugman yeah, is the better looking Bugman character. Yeah. Like I like how they just threw his name. If you look on that graphic, they threw his name in the bottom right. It's like, like Cuphead it's and Mugman. Mug featuring? Anyway, featuring Mugman. Featuring he doesn't even Mug get an Man. end. Yeah. It's not like a... I mean, they, they, they treated him better than fucking Super Mario Brothers. At least you don't see Luigi's name on that bitch. Like That's true. New Super Mario Brothers featuring, Mario. featuring Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> featuring Luigi. Sometimes Dr. Mario. The year of Luigi. I miss the year of Luigi. That's that was it. 2013? Is that what that was? I think it was 13. Yeah, and then you got the year... Of, Luigi fucking dying everywhere, so... Oh, yeah. They, they cleansed what they started. <laughs> the Reaper killed him yeah. in Smash Brothers trailer. His fucking ghost came flying out. That was awful. I mean, they continued to shit on him after that, so... Back to what we know. Oh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion has a tentative date. I didn't add that into the news, but that's kind of a rumor. Oh, yeah. It was like October 3rd uh, or something October like that. October 4th? 3rd or, or, or 4th, according to Amazon Mexico. there. Yep. I just moved a uh, reserve over to that because so I'm we're, not going to be down for that. So We're going to go just line up in Mexico for it? Uh, it's probably going to be cheaper in their eShop anyways. <laughs> Sometimes it is. We're going to go back to that again. Yeah. It's weird how regions are priced. It's strange how they do that, isn't yeah. it? Because even that uh, Astro chain, I didn't want to buy that collector's edition, but I ended up buying it for Amazon Japan because it was like way cheaper. What did I just get? Oh, like, did y'all see the Final Fantasy VII, the vinyl and game collection? From Canada? Yeah, from that Amazon one. Canada. Uh, yeah. It was like $42. I, I yeah. also jumped on that, yeah. Did you get it, Michael? I did not. I don't... I, I, it's like oh, half I price. It was like 90 bucks. Before yeah. it gets out of hand. Oh, you, you're the vinyl guy. I got yeah. two of your records I'm over here. I'm the vinyl guy. I bought the Shinmu vinyl for Shinmu purposes. And then someone else got me that Zelda vinyl. Well, Nelly got me the Zelda vinyl. And I'm like, okay... No more. Okay, how many how many video game soundtracks do you have on vinyl? Um, that would be uh, that one. That that's gonna be the first one. I mean, if you outside of vinyl, I have uh, Wu Tang Clan. Uh, I bought go. that one. It was five bucks. We're just doing soundtracks, video and game soundtracks. I mean, just I only own three vinyl records right now. Two. <laughs> one of those don't come out until that Final Fantasy game comes out. So technically, right now, I own zero video game ones. There is, and they had a controller that came with it. So all I have vinyl wise is Daft Punk. And Wu Tang, and I only bought those two because they were five dollars each. My whole case wow. is to determine that Michael is the vinyl soundtrack guy. Yeah, because he I, tried to decline it. I have zero guy, until I don't become the guy. That's not a rumor. We need to start spreading. Because I have zero, and you have all of yours are over here at my record player. So you are definitely the guy. One of mine is over there, <laughs> and that's only because I have nothing to play it on. Oh, that's so. right. You you have Shinmu mounted on the wall, right? Shinmu is, yeah, it's in a picture frame, a vinyl picture frame on the wall. Very nice. So, that's, that's, that's literally the only reason I got it, was to hang it up. I need to rip that uh, Zelda one to a MP3 so we can all listen to it, and then you can have your records back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
We you probably don't have to rip it. You can probably just find it to download. Uh, that is also probably a yeah. fact. Yeah. I'm sure someone's done the work for you already. Someone out there has done God's work. I just got some soundtrack. I got the Final Fantasy X and X-2 soundtrack, like the remastered one. Okay. I found well, a, I have those as well, I think, on, on, well, on CD, but yeah. I found a torrent for that. And then our, um, did you listen to last week's episode? I did. Did you hear the Halo music in the beginning, like the whole time we were talking about Halo? Yeah. I got that off of YouTube. It was like a 30-minute uh, Warhog run clip. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just converted cool. it and slapped it in there. Try to recreate yeah. uh, what Vice President Pence had when he announced Space Force. What was that? They just played the Halo music in the background. Seriously? And somebody went back and ripped it when he was talking about Space oh. Force. Yeah. <laughs> Someone put a video up within the background? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, with him just talking over the Halo theme. Oh, <laughs> talking about doing Space Force. I think I remember. I yeah. think I remember when they did that. All right, guys. Y'all ready to get the news? We're Let's five, do it. We're five minutes in. It's about time. All right. We've Wait, been here about up, this. Actually. What's that? <laughs> so let me actually pull it up so I know what we're talking about. All right. We've been hearing about this damn uh, Switch Lite for like six months, it seems like. <laughs> Well, I yeah, keep we, calling it the Switch Mini even to this day. Switch yeah, I think Mini they, that's what they, they shot it out it. as, yeah. And I, we should, I don't know why we didn't think of light when they had the fucking DS light, but yeah. we should have thought yeah. of that. I, I mean, we were just all calling it the Mini, so... They haven't really done light since then, right? There's no 3DS light or DS... Three, there was a DS light, 3DS light. Yeah. Wii light. There was a Wii light. Mini Wii. But they went with Little Wii on that one. Little Wii. Wii light, <laughs> little Wii would have been better. They called it the Little Wii instead. Should have called the whole call Switch console either. Little Wii. What's that, Michael? I said I don't think they called it that either. It's the Little Wii. You can look it up. It's yeah. on their website. <laughs> it's spelled Little with the L-I-L. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it right. You got to do the misspelling. Little Wii. Yeah. All right, so the Switch Lite is official. It's uh, 199 It has a dedicated D-pad. It has non-detachable Joy-Cons. It is a smaller size with a larger battery capacity. And it's going to come in three... Uh, neonish colors. That turquoise is mine. Turquoise is the one. I is like your the jam? turquoise uh, most of all. Uh, yeah. There's like a so black. I haven't heard anybody saying they like the gray. Everyone's like the yellow one or the blue one. I kind of like the gray. No, gray. The gray looks like the Neo Geo Pocket color. Yeah. I kind of like. There's like a black inlay underneath the analog sticks. That looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Pokemon one, right? There's a special edition Pokemon one, Zacian and Zamazinta. I'm sure those are the uh, so Sword and Shield ones. I'm getting the Turquoise one, hopefully, once they open the pre-orders. That's my goal, but that Pokemon one is the one I pre-ordered in Amazon Japan as my backup. Looks like Game Boy Colors almost, right? Yeah. I just don't want to wait till November. I want to play that shit right when um, Link's Awakening comes out, since it comes out the same day. Day of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a Zelda one, now that, you know... We, oh, we, no, it's happening. Give it time. Uh, yeah, that yeah. might be the one I have to get. Yeah, that might... right now, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on buying one, but if they have a Zelda one, I have to get it. That might be my jumping point, too. So, sorry, yeah. I know you were, you were talking about just in recent weeks, you wish you had a smaller one that you could carry around. You hate breaking out a freaking laptop, like on the plane and stuff. Yeah, bullshit. Like a giant-ass tablet screen. Mm-hmm. This is a good bit... Uh, what is the size difference? It's... Pretty significant. The new device yeah, has a 5.5 inch touch display compared to 6.2 inch for its predecessor. Which I'm I'm hoping that the resolution will uh, look better on that smaller screen. So typically, sure, it really does. by default, it's the same resolution. It's just squished down, so yeah. it's it's bound to look better. That pixel density will be higher. It'll be like the yeah. new like the 3ds XL mm-hmm. versus the like the regular frame framing of the originals. 
Um, it doesn't come with a dock. It doesn't come with TV out. It doesn't have HD rumble, which I've never really believed in or experienced well. It's just a high-pitched, like, grating. I mean, there's, when there's, you least expect it. there's times where I'm somewhere and I need to be quiet. I disabled HD rumble, and I forgot to turn it back on. I'm like, yeah. Eh. But that's just me, so. Does it have rumble at all? Did we, we no. confirm this? No, it, it doesn't rumble at all. I thought it had some sort of rumble. No, no, not this, not this. It's no HD rumble, no job. Was it no? Um... It's no IR sensor. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. No IR. It still has the gyro though. Yeah, the gyro does. Yeah, the Zelda gyro. And gyro. But no rumble, no HD rumble. Hmm. That's kind of strange. So, Cesar, you're definitely getting one. Uh, Richard, aside from the maybe Zelda version, which I think we'll both jump on. Yeah. Do you have a intention of getting one of these day one? Uh, I do like it. I don't think it's a day one for me just because I'm not playing my Switch as much. And I'm never too far away from a battery source where I'm like, I need battery life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think it's a day one for me. As cool as it looks and... I've got a lot of memories of upgrading, like, Cesar was at my store when the DS Lite came out, and we all upgraded our DSs to the Lite, and just, like, the jump that that was, and how cool that new console felt. Um, I swear about that DS Lite, but I, I think the DSi is better. See, I was kind of, I was burned out on that platform by the time that the DSi DS came I out. The DSi is so much better than the <laughs> DS Lite, but people swear by the DS, uh, DS Lite. I'm interested to see how this D-pad is. I know people have been clamoring for a D-pad, Cesar's one of them, too. And I oh, just yeah. I just bought that little Hori uh, D pad after seeing Cesar's on the on the plane trip we just took. So if I if I have to have one, I'll just I guess I'll just pop that in. I really like the the small form factor and the fact that the Joy Cons don't detach. I think that's really cool. It always mods your Joy Cons. It came down to it if you wanted a D pad. So. Yep. Yeah, and you did that with yours. All right. So where yeah. are you? You you ask us the question. Where are you on the day one camp? Uh, if there's a Zelda one, I'll buy it. If not, no. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing like all over Twitter, people are putting up their own like custom versions or like they're yeah. making their own special editions and stuff like that. A lot of the mock-ups are really cool. Some of those look awesome. Yeah. And if they put out stuff like that, I would totally buy it. There's a, a particular Dragon Quest one. It's blue and it has a uh, like uh, goldish buttons mm -hmm. and has the emblem of Roto on the back. I was like, that's the one I want. It doesn't exist, but that's the one I want. Yeah. Some of those fan mods are cool. Now I will say this, um, like, I've got other game players in my house, but they're not quite old enough to have their own system, but this is the one that I would definitely get for them. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, you have another game player in your household. Would this be an option for, for them to use? Well, they have a Switch, too, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that. That's right. Bought, it for, bought that yeah. Smash Brothers one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember because he got the digital code for Smash Brothers. That's it. You were able to yeah. sell off like the surplus stuff and, and almost come even. I sold all the stuff individually and almost paid for the whole thing. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, this is pretty cool. They're gonna. This thing's gonna sell like gangbusters. Cesar, you already locked down one pre-order. The just Pokemon in case. One. Yeah. The Pokemon one. The, well, that that was Amazon Japan. Just in case uh, some bullshit happens in the American one. So. So the yeah. the rumors that it's gonna go live for like Prime Day, right? Is that what you were saying? No, that's what I'm thinking. That's what you're thinking. Because every every region, Europe and Japan, I already got their pre-orders up, and, and Southeast Asia's got theirs up too. I think the only one is America hasn't got theirs up yet. I was in our local uh, floundering uh, game retailer. The day they announced it, and I just casually asked, and the person didn't even know what I was talking about. So makes sense. Of course like, they did. Yeah, I was like, "Can you look in the hardware and see if there's any new hardware?" And they're like, <laughs> "Which floundering? Which which location?" Uh, the one on exit two twelve. Is that more specific? Less specific? I don't know. The big LG. 
they were quite clueless as to what I was asking for. I mean, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. The area you're yeah. talking about. I went there looking for uh, the division. I did pre-order to the Metal Wolf Chaos. I know we've been talking about it on the mm-hmm. podcast. They're uh, if you don't want to get it from Strictly Limited Games, they're gonna have it too. I imagine Strictly yes, Limited is well. probably gonna be like a like an art book or something like that, like some extra stuff. Yeah, I I think that's what would differentiate it. I just don't want to buy that game three times. I'm already gonna buy it on Xbox and Switch. So, or if it, is it coming out on Switch? Mm-mm. They didn't have it. The 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 floundering. I'm definitely gonna buy it on Xbox if it gets, gets announced for Switch. I'll buy it for that. The, so. the floundering retailer when I was there did not. They only had it for PS4. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, PS4 is the only one getting a physical yeah. copy to my yeah. notes. Oh, okay. So. Do you have a copy of the original Xbox one? No. You don't. Mm-hmm. That's missing from all our collections, I think. I mean, I, I pre-ordered my, uh, I pre-ordered that, and I pre-ordered a. Uh, Ghostbusters, so I did Ghostbusters as well. Mm-hmm. I have four copies of Ghostbusters coming because I, oh my I god, I printed it online because I didn't know if it was going to be a thing in store, and then they make it so hard to cancel stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. They make it hard to cancel online. You mean? They make it very difficult to cancel them online. So I don't think I've you ever... have to like call them to get them to do it, and I just haven't got around to doing it yet. Okay. But then I did it in store as well. So yeah, I mean, you got time. I don't think there's not a date on there, right? I think it's like. Tentative December or something. Yeah. It's tentative, so it yeah, I got time. I'll, I'll probably call in the next couple it's days. Probably, it's it's probably like September, Dude. October, or something. It's probably gonna be October. I'm calling it now. So that got us back into that floundering retailer we're referencing. Is that? Do you think that's a good avenue for them to go to with these exclusive publishing type yeah, things? Yeah, why not? Right. There's got to be a reason to go in there. That sale they were having recently was hella good. You you said you picked up Division. I got Division on Xbox. I did. Yes. <laughs> so it was like sixteen bucks, right? Yeah, used was sixteen. It's super cheap. That same uh, that same store I was talking about, they did not have a used one. They had a new one, and uh, they tried telling me, "Why don't you want the new? It's only a dollar more." And I was like, "Well, I've got the twenty percent off, and that's yeah, gonna be gonna knock it down quite a bit. It's gonna be closer to five dollars in savings than one dollar. So thank you for." And I also had the three for fifteen on ten dollars uh-huh. games. Did you find yeah, anything good? Six, six new games out of that, and because with us, I think it makes it. Three dollars a piece, or four dollars a piece, or something like that. What'd you pick up? Anything of note? Nah, uh, no, just three sixty and PS3 games to pad out the library. Really, like I finally got a copy of Chrome Hounds. I think I had a. I've been wanting to get forever. I just have never found a good copy of it. So. I think I have an extra Chrome Hounds. That one's not backwards compatible though, right? No, but it's a good game. Is it? Yeah. Um, That's, the from software. It, so. I was picking up a bunch of those 360 PS3 era games until I got my gaming PC, and it seems like that era on Steam is always just like three or four dollars. Mm. So that kind of curbed that for me, unless it's unless it's something that's backwards compatible on Xbox One, and it you know it's something I want to pop in and play on that. Suddenly I have Alpha Protocol on everything. I was trying to, you know, y'all know how we've like willed some games back into existence. That was trying to be my next one. Alpha Protocol. Yeah. Oh, we did. Protocol's actually pretty good, but then you know, you realize there's never going to be another one, so what's the point? Does it end on a cliffhanger or something? Uh, it, it ends maybe not so much on a super cliffhanger, but enough to where you're like, wow, there's definitely going to be a sequel, and oh. then there never is. I wish I could have another. Um, I mean, we, we it can happen. Alpha Protocol. Microsoft buys the rights. I mean, it could happen, but it's the same thing with like Two Human lives on, uh, leaves off on a cliffhanger. You'll never get that. And uh, there's another game that you'll never <laughs> see. Two is a whole d- another monster because that, that uh, one, Epic Games had to allow that game to come out and that's, they made it free for a reason. So Epic Games They couldn't them. sell them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I think that's it was a disaster. I think it was the other one I was thinking of. The one with the uh, fake million dollar uh, prize pot thing. Advent Rising? So, yeah, the Orson Scott card story game. Yep. It was actually really good, but yeah, it ended in a cliffhanger and 
You'll never get another one. So you can you can have hope for Alpha Protocol. Microsoft can spend that money and be like, all right, we want to. Oh, they have Obsidian. The they yeah. have Obsidian now. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm not it, my breath. It, it would be up to Obsidian to like we want to continue the series because they've so. got their new game that's coming to Game Pass. Then they could like maybe they could remaster their first one and then announce a, a follow up to that. I've been wanting to play it. Uh, Alan Wake is on my list too. I know that's one of your favorite games. Oh, I love that game. It's fantastic. And we didn't talk about it in the news, but I think it was in the past two weeks that the rights reverted back to Remedy on that. Yeah. Yep. So maybe we'll see some Alan Wake uh, Renaissance. And I hope, I hope Control does well. That's coming out soon-ish, isn't it? That's sneaking so, up on so us. Much. It's right. August. I've got that pre-order, so I'll... And I'm definitely going to get it too, but I, I don't know. I uh, just have this like feeling that it's going to fail terribly. So wh- what I've noticed is I've been buying Remedy games from day one since mm-hmm. high school. You taught me the Quantum Payne. Break. Yeah, I bought Max Payne day one, so I'm just like, I'm just keep it going. Yeah? Yeah. You've enjoyed their experiences. Why not? Mm-hmm. I think I bought them all. The only one I didn't finish was Max Payne 3. And I don't know. I think there was just too much stopping well, narrative. That was a Rockstar game, Yeah, too. That, that was not Remedy. Yeah. A lot of people love that game, though. They're clamoring for that to be well, backwards compatible. And Sim Hauser is the one who wrote that. He wrote Grand Theft Auto. The GTA yeah. games. He just did his take on it since Remedy wasn't making it. I just feel like in Max Payne 3, every friggin' 10 minutes of playing, it's like it stops you for a cutscene or it stops you to give you some sort of exposition. I'm just like, this is not what I wanted out of this game. That's kind of that that era, though, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely a product of the, of the era. All right, anything else we want to add on to uh, the Switch Lite? Uh, no, it's TBD. I did. Uh, I did find out because I, I, my concern was like, how annoying is it going to be to, you know, put have my stuff go back and forth? Really? Yeah. Yep. Apparently, That's it's not that bad. If you log into a new thing, you can just download stuff and, uh, you know. You pick up your save files or whatever, so that's not that bad. I saw that confirmed on Twitter. As long as you sign in with the same Nintendo account, because that's that's always the fear with Nintendo. Like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be some bullshit to to, to play it on another device without right. the system transfer or some crap right. like that. So every time I get a, a new 3DS device, I have to sit through the fucking Pikmin moving the bits from one side to the other. Yeah, and so, then if you want to go back, well, too bad. You gotta wait seven days before you can transfer something again. Yeah. The seven-day thing was always weird, but I guess that's just their security they threw in there. Yeah, it's some weird security. And then, I mean, games like uh, Monster Hunter uh, Stories on... Uh, there's a few games on 3DS where it it has to use the SD card. Like, it's very few games, but, like, it has to use the SD card. So if you start it on your new 3DS XL and you want to go switch to your regular new 3DS, you can't. Yeah. Like, you have to start a whole new game. It doesn't ah, that's maintain annoying. your save file. That's annoying. Yeah. Very annoying. Yeah, outside of what 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 save files can't transfer, Smash Brothers is one of them. Smash, yeah, Smash Brothers, Brothers doesn't move. No, so it'll stay on your regular Switch. It doesn't back up online, so you can't move it. Huh? There's certain games that you can't. It's only the ones oh, that do the Nintendo one, Online. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, alongside the Switch Lite, um, that first story was from The Verge. This is also from The Verge. Um, the original Nintendo Switch might be getting a new processor and new flash storage chips according to filings with the FCC. The new chips could mean fewer slowdowns, faster load times, longer battery life, less heat, or perhaps none of those things. So the actual listing says, to whom it may concern, this is a request a class 2 permission ch- or permissive change for FCC, blah blah blah, originally granted uh, Christmas Day 2016. And it says, we changed the following points from the original model, change of system on chip type, 
change of NAND type, memory type, CPU board is changed due to the above two components. So it doesn't really sound like the, the Switch Pro that's been rumored as well. Kind of just sounds like a, an update, you know, smaller internals, things like that. I imagine this will still be the detachable Joy-Con, dockable console type Switch. I imagine aesthetically it'd probably be no different. Look the same. Mm-hmm. Just be kind of... They probably won't even like announce it that's any different. Right. It's like, it's like when they did the update to the PS2s, remember? Just yeah. new components. That's right. The yeah. PS2... But it actually makes a big difference. Maybe that may be worth, you know, updating. I mean, we have launch systems. I don't know. My fan gets pretty loud. But that's the only problem I really have with mine. Again, my major playtime has been Breath of the Wild, and I, I just haven't really put it in like that. And it, it, I don't think it's really struggling. I've seen some that are bent. Mm. Oh, was it, really? Was it yours that was slightly bent? Somebody was just showing me theirs, and it had a little oh, curve well, to it. I remember it. seeing something about that. Mine's yeah. not bent, though. Mine didn't either. I also, like, take a break occasionally, you know, when right. I'm playing games. Right. No, the, the biggest issue I saw was when when uh, Renee went through his, he had that Joy-Con drift. He had the issue with the Joy-Con? Killing him. He almost returned that console. Wow. Because mm-hmm. he, he ended up just having to buy a warranty on the controller since he went through two sets. He, I think he finally got one that stopped drifting. Cause he, he just said had he, some he wouldn't do anything and he would just move. Hell no. Yeah. I'm not dealing with that. Um. So we this is what we think. It's pretty much just going to be a, a cosmetic change. That's what I'm. I'm a non-cosmetic. I mean, a, a not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Just an internal I, update. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe it might. You might get longer battery life. Maybe. Probably about yeah. it. Just because less heat. Yeah. I mean, there's not much they'll change because you're gonna have to divide the base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're already proven they're not doing that with the switch light. I think will the, report on it as more information becomes available. As more info comes out. Yeah. Um, they did stress with the with the announcement of the Switch Lite, like the you know always look on the box art to tell if it's tabletop mode or handheld mode, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's many games that are prohibited by getting that Switch Lite, like One Two Switch. I mean, they they say you you could sync Joy Cons to and it, still play it, yeah, and just set it up. It doesn't have a kickstand, so you'll just you have to buy the prop it up against something. Keeps yeah, advertising. You know, yeah, the one that nobody knew what it was fucking for. Can you hook a pro controller up to it? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just like the regular Switch. It's just, mm-hmm. you don't break out the Joy-Cons and do all that you stuff. You just have to buy a separate stand. You can still, it's how it still has Bluetooth, you can still connect the Pro to it. Hmm. Honestly, if they had come out with both of these SKUs on launch day, this is, this Delight is the one I would have purchased. Yeah. Because I'm just leaving my old one, I'm just going to leave that docked. Yeah, so now it's a stay-at-home yeah, console. Makes too. sense. Yeah. I prefer to play mine docked, personally, but, you know, I, I think the majority of the population plays it as a handheld mode most of the time. Where I'm, I'm kind of the opposite way. Yeah, I don't so, play in handheld mode if I don't have an option. Cesar's just sitting over here in the charger right now. Yeah, every the time, char- every yeah. time, they, every time they do survey, it always seems like there's a lot more people doing portable. But every time they do surveys, always seems to be close to fifty fifty. They said they followed up on, on how you know watching how mm-hmm. people play. Yeah, I'm probably sixty forty. Like uh, most of the time, if I have it, I can put it on the TV. It looks better on the TV. I'm ninety eight two, is what I would say. Oh wow. Dude, my doc, my doc's not even got an HDMI out hooked up to it. It's literally yeah. a charger. Some stuff just looks so much better on the TV, like uh, Xenoblade. I wouldn't oh my even God, know. Xenoblade looks like butthole in portable mode. I saw you play Xenoblade on my TV. I've never played Xenoblade on mine. Mm-hmm. I watched Xenoblade you play for a little bit. better on the TV. All right, next up in news, we, we could uh, debate the Switch forever. Uh, let's go with another mini console. This will be the TurboGrafx-16 mini. Or the... Same size Turbo Graphics. The exact same size Turbo <laughs> Graphics. I've been thinking about breaking mine out. 
You want to play some turbo graphics? Yeah, as long as you got Bonk. Oh, God. Which one was on there they announced? One of the, the robotic Bonk? Was it? Bonk's yeah. Revenge is the only one they announced for this mini system. Oh, what was it called? It was. There's a robotic one. Pull, pull up the list. Go, go to the official website. All right, y'all ready for the list? Not the. We got to look at the images because I don't think it's called Bonk. It looks like Bonk, but. It's Metallic Bonk? It, there is, it goes by a different name. Let me go through the list while you find it. It's called Clank if it's Metallic. <laughs> All right, y'all ready for this? The American Games, Air Zonk, Alien Crush, Blazing Lasers, Bomberman 93, Bonk's Revenge, Kadash. It's Air Zonk. Chu Man Fu, Air Zonk is the one. I think you're right. I think I've seen that. Dungeon Explorer, JJ and Jeff, Lords of Thunder, Military Madness, Moto Reader, Newtopia, Newtopia 2, New Adventure Island, Ninja Spirit, Parasol Stars, Power Golf, Psychosis, R-Type, Soldier Blade, Space Harrier, Victory Run, and Yee's Book 1 and 2. That's a great list. Yeah. That I looks agree. good as shit. Airzonk <laughs> looks amazing. Some of these look streamable. Oh. Um, they did announce, too, that that the libraries are going to be very similar. Like, it's going to be maybe one or two titles that are different, which is good news. You still going to get the uh, PC Engine one? Yeah. I've always wanted that system. Like, I still, even today, will drift through eBay looking at PC Engines. It just looks so freaking cool. Michael, any uh, experience with the Turbo Graphics? Minimal. Minimal? Yeah, I played Splatterhouse on it, I remember, but outside of that, I don't have too much with it. So I bought, when the Wii Virtual Console, that was like the, the biggest thing to me that those titles were available in there because I, I didn't have access to those games. Like I bought Zelda and Mario Brothers and stuff like that just because, and Toe Jam and Earl, hey, I could buy this on a Nintendo system, but the Turbo Graphics games on that Wii Virtual Console, they were like 5 bucks, right? Three, $3.99 or $4.99? They weren't that expensive. Yeah. Or 400 points or whatever the Nintendo system was. Whatever we yeah. shit. Yeah. They had some great titles on like there. Just put a decimal in there. You can tell how much it is. Yeah. It's not as bad as the uh, Xbox points when they started off. I guess Remember 1,600 that points was $20. $20. Everybody no remembers that conversion. I mean, was I, Sony I, the only I one? Did, so. Sony was the only one that did money straight out, right? Yeah, they just straight up did the dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's where everyone's at now. That's what everyone should have been to start off with. Well, because it got weird because it was like Nintendo or Microsoft were like trying to nickel dime you. Yeah, they were like, oh, twenty dollars to sixteen hundred points. But then Sony's prices would always be like three ninety nine instead of, and you would have bought a four dollar card or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you always had, I always had money in my PlayStation wallet, like fourteen well, cents. Yeah, because you had to do a round up to like five bucks or some bullshit like yep, that. Yeah, they finally got rid of that when they went to PS four. So we've been through some. Just talking about these online stores mm-hmm. and consoles we've been through, we've been through some growing pains on as far as currencies and purchases and things like that go. Now I, I followed a link today off of Twitter and finally bought Gravity Rush Remastered, the digital one, and I just bought it on my phone on the way here. So technology changes. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. What were you uh, reminded uh, of? There's a new game on Game Pass that uh, one of our mutual people at our floundering Game store told me to download. Like I said it's <laughs> like a Contra Hardcore. Is that the one you were talking about? That's on Game Pass. Hell uh, yeah! I'm trying to think of what it's called. Was it like Iron Brigade or something like that? Something like that. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah it's awesome. on Game Pass. Hell yeah, yeah. we Iron need Brigade. to be playing that shit. Yeah. So that's not. We're talking about. Uh, we we're talking about it in pre-production. Like, there's a straight up Contra esque game. Yeah, he. If we're talking about the same thing, he it was is. like, dude, download that's- it. It's- it's the only it's thing that it's. I watched the video. It's fucking contra. Cool. Yeah, we got to try that out. How many player? Can you play multiplayer online? Uh, I don't know. I'm about to queue it up right now to download. So that'd be a fun one to try out. Uh, Michael, do you want to read this list of Japanese PC Engine games? Your Japanese is a little better than mine. Is it? Do you have any interest? 
Uh, I don't have the article pulled up, but I will, and then I can uh, give it a go. But no promises. That uh, it will be any, any what, any somewhat accurate. The top, the top one on this list is by far the most interesting. The top one. Yep. The top okay. game. I've got the article pulled up here, so let's go. Oh my god. You got this. Uh, Akumajo, Dracul X, Chino Rondo, Trino Rondo, which uh, is Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Hell yes. Let's see. I'm not, that that doesn't look Japanese. The next one, but I'm still gonna pronounce it wrong. Aldines? Is that what it is? Let's go with that. Now the super Aldines. the super graphics. Was that the CD attachment with like the top card on it, or was that that successor system, that big PC looking thing? Don't know off the top of my head. I want to say the Super Graphics is that thing that only had like 16 games. It was the, it was like the 32-bit Turbo Graphics. It looks like a, it looks like a PC tower. We're gonna have to look that one up. Go ahead, Michael. I'll see. Atari Gateball. Don't know what that is. Barman 94. Barman Panic Bomber. Uh, Chio Anaki. Chio Anaki. Maku Amura. Ghost and Goblin Super Graphics game. Ghouls and Dungeon Ghosts. Dungeon Explorer, Fantasy Zone. Okay, see, I can read, I can read those. There we go. Ginofuke, Dets, Densetsu, Sapphire, Gradius, Gradius 2, Gopher no Yabo. Is that what it's called? Nemesis 2? Gopher no Yabo. Uh, Jay Seiken? <laughs> we're, we're, we're not doing too well at the Japanese here. Uh, Military Madness. Nectaris. Uh, Newtopia. Newtopia 2. Those are like Zelda, and they're really good Zelda-esque games. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yep. That's not on our list, is it? Yes, it is on our U.S. list as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Very exciting. They yeah, were on the virtual console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ninja Ryu Kenden. Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Genjin, which is Bach. Okay, so we are getting the regular bonk. I thought there was only one bonk game on here. Salamander, Snatcher, Star, Parodier. Fantasy Parodier. Star Soldier. Yeah, Fantasy Star Soldier. Super Darius. Yes. Uh, Super Mamotaro Densetsu 2. Super Star Soldier. Super Star Soldier is fucking the great. Kung Fu. The Kung Fu. The Warrior. Yep. I like the name, The Kung Fu. The Kung Fu. Yeah, Handmade The Kung Fu. Uh, and Ease 1 and 2. Uh, I forgot about Snatcher. That's a very important game too. I, I would actually, I'm gonna redact the uh, Rondo of Blood and say Snatcher is the most important game on this list now. I agree. Yeah, because we have access oh, to Rondo of Blood. Any butchering of those uh, uh, names. You so. did well, Michael. Thank you. Uh, I forgot Salamander was on here. That's a um, R type type game, isn't it? It is. It's that weird one where they wouldn't fucking call it. Uh, no, it's a Gradius type game. It's a Gradius? Yeah. It's not an R-Type? It's on that uh, Konami Classics collection. That's right. That's yeah. right. I knew we had gotten it recently. Yeah, those uh, Newtopia 1 and 2 are Zelda Zelda clones, but really good okay. ones. Uh, Snatcher Super Darius. This is going to be awesome. And we're getting a, a Darius game on that Genesis collection, so hopefully that brings that, that series kind of back to the forefront. Giant Mechanical Fish. Yeah, we played one of those very briefly on that Taito. That was fun. Too. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was actually pretty awesome. I love those type of games. All right, so that, that comes out to uh, like 50-ish type games. There are doubles of some of those. But this is looking like a hell of a collection. Um, this will be exclusively on Prime Day. So this will be available this upcoming Monday on Amazon. Mm-hmm. 
Make sure you guys jump on this. The release date is March 19th, 2020. And how much is it? I have not seen a price. Mm. Anything, uh, I don't know. It, as long as it's not absolutely ridiculous, I'm, I'm jumping on this one. Yeah. This is a library that's so hard the to come by. These days. I'll probably put a pre-order in for it, too. I mean, it doesn't charge this ship, so you can always pre-order and then decide by March. Back out later. I yeah, think that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's, as long as it's under 100, I, I probably will be down for it. Dude, I, I just think about pricing some of these games like I've done in the past, and even Rondo of Blood by itself. I know I can play it on other things now, but even that by itself is like 150 plus. So I, I think about 150 will be my top tier. Um, you can get extra controllers and the multi-tap, because that Bomberman 93 is a really, really good game. I'm going to buy one of each. You're going to get the PC Engine one? Uh, the multi-tap? No, I bought all those accessories. The multi-tap and the extra mm -hmm. controller? Those yeah. are available now, right? Yeah, I, I just went and pre-ordered them. I was like, I'll figure it out They're later. here or just Amazon Japan? Because I think uh, the link I pulled Amazon just, here. They have Amazon yeah. here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those yeah, would be and, a good thing And to the, have. the controller with the turbo buttons. Yep. Yeah. Those would be good to have. Uh, next up in the news, Psychonauts 2 has been delayed to 2020. Double Fine is going to apply some more polish. This is according to Polygon. Um, it just goes on to talk about them switching uh, publishers and Microsoft buying the studio. Is anybody upset about Psychonauts 2 being delayed? No, as long as it's good. No, yeah, as long as it happens. I can totally understand why this happened here. They're like, oh, we have more money. We could actually put more into this now. Exactly. So, I didn't well, realize I didn't realize it was announced at the Game Awards in 2015 and then uh, kickstarted. Mm. Give me longer to get through Psychonauts 1 again if I feel so inclined. I wonder if they'll try to figure out a way to get that VR game on the Xbox. Yeah. Was it super VR intensive? Yeah. Well, of Ruin, I think it's called. Well, Psychonauts like 2 is gonna, it takes place right after that VR game. Okay. That game bridges one and two. Okay. So story wise, like if you start out two, it's like it happens right after the rhombus. But this game is still coming, even though they're owned by Microsoft, it's still coming to the other platforms, right? It's still PS4. Yeah, that's yeah. right. PS4, yeah. Windows, PC, and Xbox. It's the same like the other studios. Whatever they had ongoing, they they are finishing out what they yeah. got. That's good that they're doing that. Michael, well, they you... could they could do that VR game on Xbox. It's just a. It doesn't have to be VR. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like non VR, kind of like Super Lucky's Tales, where they just take it out of the VR and just apply the normal. I thing wouldn't to be it. surprised that they're working on that too, just for story continuity. That's it. So you're a fan of Psychonauts, Michael? I like the first one a lot. I really played a lot of that VR one, but I'm sure it's good. I played a Even little. Even though I hear it's super short, I probably could have finished it in one sitting. But yeah, I think that's the way it's designed. I played a little bit of the first one back in the day, but I haven't really touched it recently. It's backwards uh, compatible. It's backwards capable on Xbox, Xbox One, yeah. and it looks very good. Does it? Yeah. That might be how I play it then. Uh, speaking of games from two generations back, a new Super Monkey Ball title has leaked via various rating boards. This comes from Polygon as well. Uh, I believe it was Taiwan and Korea, I think. You're right. Yeah, Taiwan, Korea, and in Japan in May. So that's three now. Maybe it's only coming out over there. That would suck. Import it. It's Monkey Ball. I mean, yeah, you don't really need to know the lore, so <laughs> you don't have to play the previous games. I mean, in this, was it in Adventure was the only oh, one that tried to do bullshit balls, with it. I don't know. I have to know. Sega yeah. has not officially announced a new Super Monkey Ball game, and a Sega of America spokesperson said the company does not comment on rumors and speculation. That sounds about par for the course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the unannounced game is titled Tabe Goro Super Monkey Ball in Japanese. Tabe Goro means ripe or ready to eat. 
Yeah, eat something. You knew that? Yeah. I got the Tabe out of it, which is eat. Oh, there's actually a piece of artwork that has a logo and... How do you say that monkey's name? I I. I I. Yep. Holding a banana. Uh, Polygon goes on to note that it's been a long time since there's a new Monkey Ball. Super Monkey Ball about ba- Super Monkey Ball Bounce was released for Android and iOS devices in 2014. Mm-hmm. Before that, we got Super Monkey Ball Banana Splits for Vita in 2012, and Super Monkey Ball 3D for 3DS in 2011, and Super Monkey Ball Step and Roll for Wii in 2010. It's time. Are any yeah. of those good? I only hear good things about the GameCube ones. 3D is actually okay, and the one on Game Boy Advance is actually okay. Did that I haven't one played the one on Vita either, so I can't speak on that one. Did the Game Boy one use the gyroscope, the Kirby tilt and tumble thing, or did it, it use regular controls? Uh, I mean, maybe it did, but uh, I, I, I actually know it's a regular side cartridge. Is it? Now, there was only what two of those, right? This WarriorWare and Yoshi, Yoshi Story, or whatever that shit was. Kirby, Kirby had Kirby one too. Right? That was a Game Boy Color game, game, though. Well, I'm talking about the GBA ones, right? And that's not the only. Yeah, WarioWare Twisted. Oh no, that was that was was that Twisted? Was that a? Uh, it's Twisted. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you had to twist that the GBA around. All right, is it time for a new Super Super Monkey Ball? Are we excited for this? No, it's time. See if they can do it right. I'm down with that. I like Super Monkey Ball. The the mainline games. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Adventure, I think, was the last one I played, which was absolute garbage. That was on GameCube. The Traveler's Tales. It's yeah. no good. So yeah, that was a, remember that was it's a, a platformer, but it has the same mechanics as regular Super Monkey Ball, so like, it doesn't really work in that sense. Okay. It was a different studio. Yeah. It was done by um, a UK studio. Yeah. Same. That was the uh, Trailers Tales, the same ones who were who were doing with uh, Crash and Spyro at the time, or something. Like that one of those. Can't they, remember which one. They did a bunch of licensed stuff during that mm-hmm. time too, right? Before they found their maybe the Lego uh, maybe niche. the Lego stuff. Yeah. Yep. It was around that time, too, because I think that's pretty much all they do now is this Lego. Last in news, we have uh, Cuphead, the animated series. Featuring Mugman. Featuring Mugman. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't forget that. Uh, I do not see this in the press release, sir. What? No. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No. No. Ha. No. Ha. Also starring Mugman. Mugman. Yeah. <laughs> correction. Live correction. Yeah. It's there. I told you. That's the first thing I saw. I was like, yeah, Mugman. Uh, Cuphead, the notoriously difficult side-scroller based on classic cartoons, is coming to Netflix as an animated series called Cuphead the Show, exclamation, comma, also starring Mugman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the right title on there. Legally uh, obligated to say Mugman is in this as well. Um, Dave Wasson from Mickey Mouse Shorts and Cosmo Sigerson from Rocco's Modern Life will there serve as co-executive producers. Okay. Alongside the the game's creators, the Moldenhauers from MDR Studio MDR. I suppose I launched that uh, revival series for Rocco's Modern Life at some point too. Is that what this is referencing? Rocco's Modern Life Static Clean? Probably. Is that the because he's, he, he's coming back and doing like a, a continuation? Like it's supposed to be like years later. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. It wasn't my go-to, but it was a good, it was no, a good cartoon. Yeah, it's when Nicktoons was was putting out good stuff. Yeah. So. Are they going to... Here's my burning question, because I don't think there was a trailer for this, was there? No. No. It's Netflix. They don't... So is this going to be drawn in like a 30s style, or are they going to do a more modern style? Because I think it would just be a huge missed opportunity for it not to be drawn in like a 30s style animation. Mm, I assume... I think it's really the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse bullshit. I assumed it was going to be drawn like the game. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good assumption but i just have a feeling they're not going to do that just that graphic that art like the obvious way to go that graphic art is looks it's very 2d-ish so yeah it's netflix they're not uh, 
they're funny with the like doing previews for their shit. So the yeah. new series will expand on the characters in World of Cuphead. This is from their official press release. The new series will expand on the characters in World of Cuphead with an animation style inspired by the classic Flesher Fleischer cartoons from the 1930s. For King features, C.J. Kettler will serve as the executive producers and and creators Chad and Jared Moldenhauer will serve as executive producers for Studio MDHR. So yes, Michael, it's going to look like the game does. Mm, I'm skeptical. Just by looking at that logo, that doesn't look like the game so much. I mean, it, it does, but it doesn't. It's definitely an adaptation of those characters, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just based off the logo, the little clip art they've showed. Yeah, so we shall see. Yeah, this is coming out next year, and I think it's going to coincide with the DLC, because they just they just delayed that that last bit of DLC until last until next year. I'm sorry. Oh, I'll be the main game. That game is hard. Way too hard for me. Did you ever beat it? I don't, I don't feel like a, a, a chump saying that, but yeah, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm probably never going to. I don't, I didn't get I don't that have that far. kind of time. I didn't get that far either. It's something I, I realized when I was playing it. I was like, no, I'm going to have to play co-op with somebody. This is not going to be something I knock out. So co-op is easier and harder at the same time. It's easier in the sense that like you're doing way more damage, obviously. But it's harder because you have to like pay attention to more than one person. Because there's somebody there with you? Well, I mean, you if I'm playing co-op with somebody, I can't help but pay attention to where they're at, what they're doing. Right. Keeping them uh, keeping them in the loop. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else to add on Cuphead versus Meg- Mugman? Mega Man? Mega Mugman? That should be... Mugman. Mugman 2 with him staring over the city sky. Yes. Skyline. <laughs> As the camera scrolls up and he's got no helmet on. Yeah. With the <laughs> straw um, <laughs> wrapping in the wind. Oh, that would be great. Well done, guys. That came together beautifully. Uh, we'll go into games played, then, if you are good with that. I'm good. I'm going to start off because I beat a game. Add this to the Games Beat 2019 list. How big is that list? Um, I need to go back and review. It's probably three or four games. I've actually... I don't beat that many games. This is a, this is a good number for me. I got I got. On one hand, if you make it to all ten fingers, you'll call yourself a win for the year. A win for the year? So, yeah. Yeah, that's where I got my just create a completed games list. That's what I do. Hey, not bad. Yeah, I need to do the same thing. That that's what I do. I, yeah, and I don't think I, I think I dropped off of it. I even got a completed anime one. Like, I'm a fucking nerd again. I'm watching anime again. I'm doing. I'm watching Cowboy Bebop. What is happening? <laughs> I'm playing Luigi's Mansion. And watching Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, what fucking year is this? Well, yeah. Well, Cowboy Bebop is safe because that's that's a classic in my in my opinion. But I'm watching like. There's like bullshit stuff that I would never watch, like Heaven's Memo Pad, that I watched, and I was like, "This is pretty fucking good." What's it about? Uh, so that's, like you said, you haven't seen Akira. Is no. that what was said? I also saw that was on Hulu today. Yeah, I have yeah. not seen Akira. You need to watch Akira. It's good shit. I will have watched that by next week. Yeah, guaranteed. It's on Hulu. I'm good. You need to get on it. There's a lot of anime on Hulu. They signed yeah, that. There's a ton of anime on Hulu. Yeah. So that whole th- thing that happened with with Hulu was. Um, Funimation had a deal where they were going through uh, Crunchyroll and going through High Dive. We talked about that a little bit last week. Sony bought Funimation. That's what it was. And then Funimation left that deal with Crunchyroll since they are owned by AT&T, different competing companies. And so Funimation signed that deal with Hulu. So a lot of their shit is coming through Hulu. That's why you're seeing a lot of it on there. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hulu's always always had a ton of stuff, but I it seems like it's been getting more and more over the last yeah. couple of years. So. If it's Funimation, is is because of that Hulu deal? So. I talked about last week. I talked about uh, I was taking a test this past Monday. I passed the test. Congratulations! So, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, 
now that I have like free time to do stuff I wanted to do, I've been reading a little bit more and I've been watching anime and just kind of checking out and consuming media that I want to do. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. You, need, you need a break. I had to have a break. Yeah. That was a, a difficult undergoing. You told me I could do it, but I right. appreciate the support. Yeah, we all know you could do it. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. I mean, you've, you've done it for the last couple of years, so it's it's nothing new. It ain't like they're throwing you in the, like a, something a chamber. Something like, crazy, I don't know, yeah. Pull this out of your ass. It was it was some familiar stuff, but it was just like the wording and things like that of how... It's going to be like that yeah, in this episode. It's just terminology. Yeah. Terminology's the... That's it. That's where it gets you at. It's what it gets you at in school, so... I mean, it's got a memorization. Like, it's true. This equals this. This equals that. It's very true. So, the game I played this week and beat today, I was not... I was at the final boss uh, last week I talked about, but my game did not save, so I had to go back and get the last ghost in Luigi's Mansion... And then go fight the final boss. And I forgot how hard Bowser was. You and I had mega difficulty with the GameCube one. Spoilers. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's the end of a Mario-esque game. Yeah, that one I think, well, because we were at the very end and it was just some bullshit because we were just trying to finish it. And, and we were it tired. Was not, yeah, it was not that easy. So first off, the controls still suck on that game. Even with the gyro controls and the second analog, I never point that fucking vacuum in the right direction when I, when I, I want to. That's why I that version. I just... I mean, it was fine. I was just like, it was making it hard, and I feel it needed to be. So, Bowser killed me the first time. Like, I got King Boo out one time, and his health is like 300, I think, or 400. And I got maybe 20 points off of him before I died. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. I, 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 I don't remember it being that hard in the, in the original version. Man. Maybe it was, I don't know. So, here's what happened the second time. I was like, I'll try it again. But I, I was remembering Cesar and I having trouble all those years ago on the GameCube one. And uh, this time... King Boo, like, every time he came out of Bowser, he got stuck. So I just stood there and was spamming him. Because while King <laughs> while King Boo pops out... <laughs> do what? Did you, 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 play, you beat him because of a glitch? Sort of. So yeah. while King Boo pops out, Bowser's head starts shooting ice things at you. And it'll not only freeze you, it'll pop King Boo's head back into Bowser. And you have to do the whole fucking suck up the projectile he spits out and shoot it back at him to, to get Boo to pop pop back out again and uh i did that twice and in two rounds i got king boo out and and beat the game so i was like okay because i was just gonna kind of try it one more time and see if i could do it and uh he got hung up both times and that bowser head like never spun around and shot at me so i just kind of i stayed clear of where the bowser head was at and and pulled down king boo and that was it I thought, I thought when I beat it, there was like a second stage. Like I thought we had trouble with a second stage, but that was it. Mm -hmm. I went, I went back to the mansion and pulled Mario out of the painting and fever dream. That's saw the whole had. finish and everything. Yeah. It was basically a fever dream. Yeah, I you just had nightmares from the previous experience. You're like, oh. For the what, uh, what yeah. building did you get? Did you get a, a clean mansion at the end? Or I got like a the shack or what? I got like a fucking ranch. I mean, it was a nice looking house, but it was I just like got the middle one. There. It was like a little ranch. It said rank D. I meant to take a picture to send to y'all. Oh but god, it's the worst you could get, but it's that's the worst one. That's <laughs> what I. That's what popped in my head. <laughs> oh god. Oh, so I have no interest in going back to that game at least for another. How long ago did we beat that? Probably eight years ago. Yeah. Until they uh, remaster it again, yeah. whatever other device they have coming out. That's okay. The Super Switch. Well, I'll play uh, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion three, and that'll be our next Luigi's Mansion. I am gonna play two because now, like I've I've played this. The story's not that deep or whatever, but I do like the mechanics of ch of catching the ghosts and and like trying to reel them in and the music that plays and the atmosphere. It's a it's an awesome game. I do love Luigi's Mansion, 
So I want to see mm-hmm. what what changes in the second one. You guys are both saying that it's going to be mm-hmm. a it's more a big enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. I like two more, but it does is very handholdy at the beginning. So I just say give it give it the time of day because you know that's how they do nowadays. They just got to baby you through the beginning of the game. But once I let you off the chains, you're good to go. Luigi off the chains. And it's they yeah. evolved it pretty well. I mean, because you change studios and next level yeah. games took it and made it their own. It's a lot more interesting because the it does change the variety in the game versus going back like you complained about the um, going back to different rooms. Oh, the backtracking yeah. was uh, ungodly. They found a way to just do different links in there. With yeah, the, there's, there's minimal backtracking. Yeah, in this one, so. I'm gonna try it out. I almost Michael, you're mentioning the handholding. I almost wish they could recognize that I just beat the first one and like, yeah. all right, you get a pass. Here's the first. Say, there's yeah. so many games like that. That Nintendo does like Pokemon's the worst offender. It just yeah. needs to be like, hey, have you played Pokemon ever before? Okay, well, we're going to skip you the first 30 minutes of this game. Or a Zelda game when it tells you you get a fucking silver rupee and it has to tell you every single time how many it's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Or the, I hope they, <laughs> we were talking about Leaks Awakening in pre-production. I hope they take this out of the remake every time you get the piece of power or the, the courage no, acorn. Oh, <laughs> it describes it every single time. Remember that first batch of uh, Twilight Princess on Wii? Do you have that? That like, did you get that game at launch? Yeah, day one. I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember, but like, uh, they fixed it in like later, later prints. But um, like, whenever you load up a game and you pick up a, a blue rupee, it, it tells you, Ugh. it's like, hey, this is five rupee. I mean, it won't do it for the rest of the thing, but if you stop and come back and pick up another blue rupee, it'll tell you. Oh my again. gosh, all over again! Like this is the first time you actually fucking pick one up. Best feature. <laughs> yeah. 20 hours in the game. Five rupees. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> it's the feature we all wanted and needed. The original Twilight Princess. Yeah. So that's our top me into getting that one. I got the Wii at launch. Did you get the Wii at my store? Did you pick it up there? The Wii console? Yeah, the console. No, uh, Best Buy. You no. got, you no, got no, it got, at yours? Did we get the accessories and games at Best Buy? And then I got the console at your store? That seems like that's what happened. Mm, I think so. No, yeah, because I remember because Best Buy, when it, since I worked for them, they were very... They stopped you from doing it. Yeah, because my manager was like, no, employees can't buy this shit. I had called every... I, that. I anyway, had called everybody that wanted a Wii and had them lined up. Like, I had everybody ready to go because mm-hmm. we had 10 or whatever it was. But uh, you talked me into getting... I eventually got the GameCube version of Twilight Princess, but you talked me into getting this one specifically because we could play in widescreen and mm-hmm. we could play in progressive scan because we couldn't afford... I think we already couldn't afford the GameCube component cables. Yeah. yeah, they were already like out of print, and they weren't four hundred dollars like they are now, but they were still pretty expensive. Aside from the Wii U version, I I played the Wii version first, but I I like the GameCube version a lot better than the Wii version. Yeah. Um, well, it's the it's the accurate one. It's not backwards. It's not flipped for the. Well, it's not backwards, and they you could just do more stuff in there. Like you can uh, charge your sword while you're on the horse. You couldn't do that beforehand, so. Handicap. Um, do we have Bravo Team? Fifteen dollars. I do own Bravo Team. I don't think I have that one yet. What are you talking about? Bravo Team for a PSVR is fifteen dollars on Amazon. Yeah, pass. Unless it comes with a gun, then I'll buy it. I've got Firewall. I don't think I have Bravo Team. Uh, is Bravo Team, the SOCOM looking one. Yeah. Last time I did the PSVR was for that Spider-Man VR thing that just came out, and I yeah. told myself I was going to get back and. Try Jurassic and all those other games I had bought on VR, but I didn't. Yeah, I need to hook mine up too. It's it's been a long time coming. All right, uh, Luigi's Mansion is my game played. Who wants to go next? Game beaten. Game beaten. Twenty nineteen. Chalk it up, baby. Yeah. Beat that shit. All right. Do you guys recommend me jump straight into Dark Moon? 
Luigi's Mansion. Don't... If you're still in that mood for Luigi's Mansion, I don't say why not. I I'm mean, really interested to see what transition. that transition. Oh yeah, I'm interested to see interested to see what that what twelve or thirteen years of like imagining the next series of or the next iteration of that series is. It's up to you. I mean, typically what I do is if I, if it's a sequel, I usually jump right into it and and then now from there I decide like all right, do I need a palate cleanser or yeah. do I want to keep going? Because there's sometimes I'm just like eh. I don't want to get burned yeah. out, so I'll, I'll step out and play something else in between. I remember you doing that during Kingdom Hearts. You'd pop in a shooter yeah. or something. Can't do that shit, yeah. No, that... that one. Kingdom Hearts is a whole other thing, because I'm still mad about Birth by Sleep. I still gotta be thinking... Well, and they're, and they're very similar. Luigi's Mansion 1 and 2, there's enough of a difference in them to where you, you won't feel super burnt out, I don't think, so... Alright, who's up? Uh, I'll go. Michael, catch uh, us up. Well, we we missed you last I week. I have a shorter list, but no, mine's actually a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but... It's fine. Uh, mine's back, I guess, from two weeks because I wasn't on last episode. Yep. Uh, just a quick update. I did finish up Shenmue 2. I don't think I talked about that last time. I was right at the end. But I didn't actually finish it. So This was um, your this was your original Xbox playthrough, right? Yeah, well, I was playing on 360, but yeah, it's the original Xbox version. So no achievements or anything like that. But uh, toward the end of the game, I was just ready to get that shit over with. Like, <laughs> No, it has such a good ending. Like, the end, the very end is so compelling. Yeah. But, like, that two hours leading up to the end is just so slow. You mentioned... And I get why it's there. It's meant for exposition and stuff like that. Right. You mentioned but, why yeah. it was... I think you talked about why it was slow in the chat. What was the reason that it, it drags so much? Um, they're, they're just trying to, like... I like to say it's a very exposition thing. They're trying to, like, explain stuff, and they're trying to build up this character of uh, Shenhua, which is... You know, she was introduced in Shinmu 1, but you never actually saw her. She was only in Ryu's uh, dreams. Right. So, or Ryu, I should say. I said Ryu, that's a Street Fighter guy. Mm. But, um, so you actually meet her and you're actually, you know, finding out more about her and whatnot. And you actually find out where the term Shinmu comes from and you learn a lot more of the, like, deep lore of the game. Okay. And why it's called Shinmu and what the mirrors are about. But you don't learn everything, obviously. That's. That's what everyone's so pissed about at the end of it. <laughs> Why everyone wanted Shinmu 3 so bad was because uh, you're just kind of... You got all this knowledge dump, but it kind of cut itself off. Gotcha. Oh, absolute cliffhanger, so... That would be aggravating. And we've had oh, to wait... Yeah. We've had to wait how many years now? Almost 20? Uh, 19, I believe. 19, yeah. Long-ass time to wait for a sequel. So that was this your final primer for Shinmu 3? Yeah, well, I told myself I was going to play through Shinmu 1 and 2. Okay. Uh, I played through Shinmu 1. I love that game, best game ever to me. So that on Xbox One and PS4, I ran through them, no problem. I started up Shinmu 2 on Xbox, and I'm just like, uh, I'm not about to do this again. <laughs> like, I already had a save file, and it's, it takes so long to get in, to really get in. So, And if, if, if you take it a piece-by-piece piece sort of step, like, there's not a lot that even happens in that game. It just takes forever to go anywhere. Ah. I remember... Uh, That's why it's, what, 16 chapters, supposedly? Yeah, I think uh, Shinmu 2 is chapter 3, 4, and 5, or something like that. Okay. Uh, Shinmu 1 is Yokosuka, and that's Shinmu 1, the game. And then Shinmu 2 is a, it's like a comic. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you say 3 was? Sure, huh? 3 was like close to halfway. It was like 40% after 3, I think. Yeah, 3 said. was another big chunk, but what's he going to do after that? Well, they're going to have to make more games. I mean, you hope. Hopefully, Sega's like, all right, let's go now. This one's old, well. Yeah, I'm really hoping that they. Hopefully, they that's what they come to. to uh, 
It's getting a lot of... Just go ahead and crank them out like they do Darksiders. It's just like, mm -hmm. this may not exactly do, but we owe it to the fans to go ahead and complete this story. Yeah, and now we're getting a Diablo Darksider, so we finally got what we needed. It's getting a lot of uh, pushback towards the end of the gate. That's the only thing. And the whole pre-order bonus debacle that everybody's bitching about. But now. it's in the news. Shinmu, Shinmu yeah. uh, 3? Shinmu 3, yeah, yeah, and the Epic Game Store so, stuff. I, I, I saw this, and my... Well, it was it was that none of the pre-order or retail exclusive bonuses will the Kickstarter people get. My thing is, I really don't care because they never said. Now, if they just said, "Hey, you're going to get this," if they has any additional stuff, mm -hmm. you're not going to get us. You know, the, if there's like a season pass or something like that, if they just said, "If we make this, you're going to get it," but they never said we're going to get this. So, wait, what is the other? I'm unaware what the other kickback is. What is it? What's this story? So the other kickback, I actually read a, a tweet that somebody put out because I, I had responded to it earlier. Um, see if I can find it. As far as the Epic Game Store stuff goes, I, I almost want to say with Shinmu, this is for it to be out there and relevant and people talking about it news-wise, I think that's not a bad thing. I think more people will want to check out the first two and then catch up with three. Kind of a no news or bad news is not was the phrase i can't come up with it just the fact that it's being spoken about is, mm -hmm. is a good thing for it to be in the news okay so shinmu 3 kickstarter backers not eligible for pre-order content or uh season pass content right okay i mean it's, it's in, some, some people are just claiming since they hit certain tiers that they figured they would get that shit okay I mean, so i mean that's it's just i don't know the same people bitching about the epics games so it's just, yeah, people just want to bitch. I mean, Shovel Knight people never bitched that they didn't get all the extra stuff for Shovel Knight, did they? I don't know. And the stuff's still coming out, and just because you Kickstarter, you're not going to get it. Yeah. So our $100 copy is not going to come with the pre-order rewards. The pass or, or pre-order yeah. bonus that's exclusive what? to GameStop or something like that. There's no... But they never said it would. That's the thing. Like, it was never offered or really even considered, so... The pre-order bonuses are is something new that just came out. I don't know. I, I think I feel a certain way about this. It wasn't even a thing during the Kickstarter days, so, yeah. like, you being mad about something that you were never offered to start off with, like, you're not paying for something that... I don't know. It, it's like getting mad about something that you didn't buy. I'm done with Kickstarter. After Bloodstain, this... The Brawler 64 controller had to do two modifications on. No, you're I'm not. done. Yeah, a lot of people saying that after the Shinmu 3 thing about the pre-order bonuses. A lot of people are like, done with Kickstarter now. That doesn't, that doesn't like, piss me off, piss me off, but it, it that is an annoyance. I can see where people are coming from, Michael. Because mm -hmm. I paid $100 for this game four years ago. And you're getting the game. You're getting exactly what they promised you. Yeah, but I get. could I could pre-order it right now. I could <laughs> pre-order. They pre said we're gonna give you the season pass too. I could pre-order it right now for sixty and get more than my hundred dollars got me. Well, forty nine, I think, on Amazon. Oh, Possibly. fifty. Never mind. Yeah. So, thank you for the ten dollars. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's a uh, ten dollars off true, still. Yeah. So I, I do see both sides of that, and I'm still hot over the bloodstain thing because my Switch copy is still sealed because oh, it's one, still ass. The one we could have bought for like thirty bucks. Yeah, thirty dollars. Yeah. I paid fucking a hundred for it, and I've never seen my name in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on from Shinmu. I'm kind of hot about that now. Sorry, yeah, no, you're kind of got off on a little side tangent there. I even yeah. put up the uh, phone Kickstarter notes in there. Uh, let's see. After that, uh, I've been playing a lot of Judgment. That's been the majority of my week. What are your thoughts on What are your thoughts on Judgment? I actually kind of fell off Sinking City, but I'll get back to it because Judgment was just so en enticing that I wanted to play it. So, especially after listening to Cesar talk about, it, I was like, I got to play this. They're both. So in like, 14 hours in, I'm on chapter 5, and there's 12 chapters, I think. Sinking City and Judgment are both, like, investigative, detective-type games, right? 
Like where you're well, exploring? Probably, yeah, they're both detective games at, yeah. at its core. Okay. Yeah. All right, so what do you think about Judgment? I'm digging it so far. I mean, it's just a... It's pretty much just another Yakuza game. has a very intriguing plot, I'll say that much. Uh, more so than any of the Yakuza games, in my uh, in my opinion. So that's that's one thing it has going for it. I'm playing it in English. I like the English uh, voice acting. I heard it was good from other outlets. Yeah, it's actually pretty solid, so... I left it out. I, I was gonna. I was like, I'm gonna end up changing this, but I like it, so I'm gonna keep it going. So it, it shows that you can just create other stories in that world. It doesn't have to be about Kiryu. So is that what that studio wanted to prove at that point? Uh, I guess. And they never said that out loud. Out, out loud. Okay. But I get. you know, some people had some reservations about the new Yakuza game coming out since it has the the two protagonists in there, which uh, one's female, one's weird. male. The so. new guy. I mean, I'm sure he'll come into his own. But... Yeah. Oh, they but, announced a new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're making yeah, one that's not that, with that's Kiru. Yeah. There's a whole new it's guy. For a while. He, he, has a, he has a weird look to him, but... Then they just announced the girl. The girl's uh, another character you can choose. So. A female protagonist? Yeah. Is this their first? Uh, I think that's... I, you can answer that, Michael, but I think that's... I think that's, you can play as an... an as a, What's her name? It starts with an H. I don't know. The Kiryu's adopted daughter. You can play as her briefly in, in I want to say, five, and maybe even mm-hmm. six. I haven't really played too much of six, so... Uh, I, the one thing I do definitely like more about Judgment is uh, uh, Yagami, the main character. He's not so so much a blank slate as uh, Kazuma was, uh-huh. so he's a lot more enjoyable to play as because he actually has a personality. He's okay. different, yeah. I'm sure uh, that's something else that studio wanted to do. I was going to try to blow through this weekend before I had to travel, but it's just not going to happen. I'll just end up taking the PlayStation with me so I can finish it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm still like Chapter 3. I, I'm 100% side missions i think i'm like 25 or 30 hours into it wow i'm just wow. doing yeah, you have more side time missions. But, but lots of side I, missions i dicked around a lot at the very beginning i played all the arcade games and started doing side missions mm-hmm. but then it just i was like man it's, i got other games to play let's go what arcade games fun. what arcade games are available uh you have virtual fighter 5 mm-hmm. uh yes. some racing game that i've never played before it's like a looks like a dreamcast era uh motorcycle racing game I can't remember what it's called. Uh, like a maybe. super hang-on type thing? The name escapes me as well. But I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. It's, it's a game I've never even seen. It must be Japan exclusive. Um, you have... Space Harrier, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the rest of them, to be honest. I play Darts a lot, which is not obviously not a video <laughs> game. But oh. Darts Darts always get me in video games. I love it in Shinmu. I love it in this one, so... And yeah, don't. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, fucking Yakuza Zero. I was. I did that. I completed that whole fucking um, uh, realtor side mission. Yeah, and there's drone races. There's a lot of extra side mm-hmm. shit to do that I'm like, I could get into this, but I, I got other stuff to do. But all I really say is I'm liking the game. Story is very intriguing. The characters are cool. Uh, I think you would love the game, Richard, if you wanted to get around to it. It just um, okay. it, it just takes a while to get into it and first come couple chapters are kind of slow but once it picks up it, it gets going oh, it goes yeah y'all both yeah. said the story is like really a tv good. show based off of chapters too so like if you if you play through a chapter and then you want to pick it up next there'll be like a previously on this you know it'll tell you what happened oh, so last time on dragon ball z yeah last time on dragon ball z that's exactly. i love when games have that mm-hmm. uh, speaking just, of dragon ball z or akira toriyama the other game i've been playing is uh dragon quest builders 2 which came out yesterday okay that's not really a dragon ball but you know, you got the same designer. So. Art style? Yeah, same art style. Um, I picked that up on Switch. 
I was a big fan of the first one, so I definitely wanted to get this one as well. Does it play pretty well on Switch? It plays great. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a comparison video between the PS4 version and the Switch version because I was just kind of like seeing what I might be missing out on. But uh, as far as I can tell, outside of like some textures being slightly lower quality, and I'm sure the resolution's better. Um, it's the same thing. I did my uh, cool. I did my due diligence. I bought it on both. So I started yeah. voting with his wallet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have had I had the extra money, but there's just a lot of shit coming out now. It's, like, it's the same thing with my Dragon Quest. I think I own digital on PC, digital on PS4, and physical on PS4. I made sure I bought everything I could. So Total state Dragon Quest. That way nobody can give me shit when they're like, well, nobody supported it. It's like, nah, buddy. Technically, Dragon Quest Eleven, I've I've already bought three copies of, so, yeah. you know. And I'll buy it, and, and the Switch one comes out, I'll, I'll get that one, too. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm so excited for that Switch one. I'll support like Dragon Quest. More for that than I am some of the new games this year. Mm. Uh, but yeah, this is just more of the same. There's a bigger focus on like uh, farming and, and town building and stuff like that. Um, it's a bit more RPG and less Minecrafty, which I like. And you can play it in first person, which is a lot better when it comes to like tight corridors and stuff like that. You can actually see what the hell you're doing. Right. I remember Cesar telling me that the first Dragon Quest Builders was like a spin on a decision you made at the end of the first actual like Dragon Quest game. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So what does does this one fall into that main storyline somehow? This one kind of ties into Dragon Quest 2 a little bit, so... Okay. Yeah. I figured uh, that's what they were going to go with. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, like you have this little helper guy named Malroth. Uh, he's like a guy... Malware. He's a little evil-looking like that villain. you find washed up on it's a beach. like he said Malware. Yeah, Malroth. Malware. Mal- but, uh, Malroth bites. That's, that's the main villain in Dragon Quest 2. Okay. So, you yeah. know. It seems like I guess they're going I, with that. Him in human form that has amnesia or something like that. I haven't played enough to tell, like, but that's... You could definitely tell he's not 100% human, so... Mm-hmm. But he's like a character that helps you out at the beginning of the game. Uh, but yeah, been playing that on Switch. Uh, I also finally... Played uh, Nippon Marathon, which is a game I bought a while ago. I showed you that. That's the one where you're racing, and it's like set in a... Should look hilarious. The PQ, PQ game, right? Because I've had it forever. Yeah. But I had a, uh, I have a roommate now. I had someone move in, so I had him, and I had another friend, and Nelly were home, so we're like, you know what? We have four people here. Let's, Let's finally give this a go. That shit is bananas. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it looks like an awesome four-player game. Sort of thing, and it's very... Very ragdolly, like you you trip over everything, but it just makes everything so goofy. Um, you can get like balloons to jump, and it makes your jump higher. You can throw watermelons or fruit at people, and like try to trip them up. Or you have different like little pickups and stuff you can do to try to stop other people. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the races, instead of like getting to the end, they'll just whoever survives the longest is, is how it goes so like we get to this one bridge and we're supposed to jump this gap and like nobody's making this gap and we just do this repeatedly and so finally i got wise to that and i just everybody was getting ready to jump the gap and i just stopped and watched them all fall to their doom and then i won because of that how does <laughs> that was the only one left. how does the game play out like the story and all uh there is no story as far as i can tell like they just you to uh, these like super generic uh like there's a uh, Shibuya Crossing is one of them, and there's like Hokkaido is one of them. There's different like areas in Japan, 
and there's always this crazy stuff happening. Like one, you're running on top of the train, and you have to go through the train station. There's all these like salary men getting in your way, and they're trying to trip you up. And then these dogs coming out of nowhere, and then these people trying to hand you flyers will try to run at you. It's awesome. Well, there's this guy in the overhead speaking like the worst English you've probably ever heard in your life, like trying to tell you what's happening or who's winning. I'm not even going to attempt to like mimic it because it's so goofy. I guess what I meant outside of the story was like, how does the what is the the minute to minute gameplay like? Like, how does it set up? Is it like a Mario Party board, or how does it how does that play out? It's just like a Mario Party game that's really fleshed out. So, in terms of, uh, I mean, it's just a run to the race to the finish. That's all it is. Like for each round, or do you like roll die to do different mini games, or it's always just a run? It's race to the finish. Uh, there you just is run. a point when you can. Like, they'll interrupt the race, and they'll ask questions about something. Mm-hmm. And then that, you have, like, a popularity meter or whatever. But that's it. Uh, it's very simple. But if you get on Marathon. and you have uh, people to play with, I highly recommend it. Nippon Marathon. How much is oh, it on Switch? Okay. Do you remember? Uh, I think I paid, like, five bucks for it during a holiday or something. It was cheap. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's normally 15 I wouldn't pay 15 for it. 10 or less, if you have people to play with, though, it's totally worth it. Sounds good. And lastly, uh, and other weird Japanese things, um, and I haven't done a lot of this, I popped in Tomodachi Life. Because after you talking about 3DS, I was like, huh, Tomodachi Life. Time to break mine out. Yeah, so I haven't updated the game in a while, so like I don't have, well, I didn't have you guys in there, or any of my recent friends in there. I just had like some old work friends and stuff in there. So um, it's not really a game so much as a social simulator. Like Have you a, ever played it? Is it like Animal Crossing? I remember it coming out. <laughs> no? It's it's weird. Like, it's not really a game at all. Yeah. What is it? It's like, you just watch them do things, but it's so goofy and you have to make them make them happy. It's kind of like The Sims, but you don't directly tell them what to do. It's it's very odd. Is it like me totally? Like, like, I put you in there, and then I caught you sleeping, and then you're like... I can look at your dream. So I'm looking at your dream, and you're dreaming about doing these push-ups, and you're just like, I'm so out of shape. And then you eat this chili pepper, and then you start doing all these push-ups really fast. And then uh, you wake up, and you you hand me some toilet paper. It's really friggin' weird. That's random as hell. Super random, but it's hilarious to watch. And all the Mies are, uh, they're all voiced with, like, this robotic voice. I'll have to like actually make a recording and post it on our Instagram or something. Yeah, put it up. I want to see what that gameplay looks like. Yeah, I'll have to pull it up and show it to you, but it's it's very funny. And that's it. That's it for me. Very cool. Cesar, before you get started, Michael, turn your volume down just a little bit. We're getting feedback on this end where we hear it bouncing back. It's not often, but we do hear it. Okay. I hear uh, Richard's voice echo in your background. And then I hear myself. I say myself, hear myself, say my. It's like yeah. inception of uh, okay. recordings. It's down. We're, Thanks, sir. we're missing the bassoons or whatever the fucking thing Aww. is. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember from that movie. Nonstop bassoons. Yeah. All right, so sorry, what have you been on? I'm excited to hear about these uh, 40 hours of Final Fantasy 14. Michael, I know you're excited too. Yeah, mine's a short list. I mean, I only put maybe about five hours in the trails. Um, I'm on the second chapter, I'm just plugging away. Nothing really add on. Minimal there. trails. Yeah, until you get all the characters back, it's a slow burn. Uh, the only thing I've been doing in between to keep me from burning out on all these RPGs, uh, I've been playing some Onimusha Warlords. There we go. Yeah. What are you playing that on? 
Uh, PS4. This is the remaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Everything I'm playing on PS4. Um. Yeah. This is one. I guess is also on sale in that retro. So for like eleven bucks or something like that. Okay. Digital. Yeah. Nice. Um. It still looks like a PS2 game. <laughs> Just playable now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, very much a PS2 game. Uh. But the controls are better. I mean, I played on Switch when it came out, and I was fine with it. But. Yeah, I think you imported it and yeah. had it like two months before it came out here. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I, I did the same. I, yeah. I, I got further in this the PS4 one. The only thing that aggravates me is the fucking trophy system in there because it does. There's some hiccups where it pauses and, and I'm like, what the fuck's happened? And then it shows the trophy unlock. I'm like, why is it doing that? I'm is that like, a glitch? Like a timing thing? I've never seen that. I, I guess it it saves. It has to save the trophy progress. So I see the saving icon down there that's outside the save system. Okay. And then it's like it pauses and then you see the trophy pop and then it keeps moving. I'm like, all right, that's annoying. But it's only like a slight second. Yeah. It's not a bug. It's a feature. Yeah, it's definitely a feature because they they haven't updated this game at all. They want you to see that you got a trophy. So I'm just plugging away on that just to not get burned out on uh, Final Fantasy 14 because I did put about 40 hours in that thing and it's... Holy shit. It's uh. It's probably easy to do though. I mean, it's very easy. I I, I don't normally play MMOs. You're playing this on PS4 also? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it's like tailor made for console. Like you don't it's, need mouse it's and keyboard. Fucking made for controller. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I have a keyboard uh, hooked up to it to have conversations with people, but because you can do party chat on PS4, um, but you can only do uh, text conversations if you play against anybody on PC. So or play with anybody on PC. Huh. I wonder why they did it that way. Don't know. I mean, it's well because I mean, when you do it on PS4, it takes you. Um, you have to log into like a. It reminds me a lot of like a fucking VPN tunnel. Okay. So you go to a web page, you have to do your credentials, and it logs you out of the PlayStation Network into a server. Nice. Yeah, and then that's how you play. And I think that's how they they get around with you able to play. I remember doing this with something else back yeah. in the day. Something else was similar like that. Where it would take you out. And it's a yes, authentication. Like pulls up a browser. It's, it's a fucking VPN tunnel. That's yeah. what it is. It puts you in a, a tunnel out of PlayStation Network into. A whole nother network. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and you're playing. There's like 20 different Final Fantasy 14 expansions. Mm-hmm. Are you playing vanilla? Are you playing Realm Reborn's campaign? Like, where did you start off with this? So, I've always had the original one on PS3, uh, and that's where it all started because I created an account for the PS3 one, mm-hmm. and I could not, for the life of me, remember how to log in. <laughs> so, I had to. I finally got. I had to go through the uh, Square Enix um, support. So I emailed them. It was over the Fourth uh, of July weekend. I think weekend. you were, you yeah, were doing that waiting. with us. <laughs> and, and they sent me the same shit. And I think for whatever reason, when I signed up originally to try out the trial on PS3, I had it on the Hotmail account. And I was like, "Fuck." Uh, was last time you used a Hotmail account? Never. I had to go back and re-log in. Oh I was god. Like, so I was like, I couldn't figure out for the life of me. I'm sitting there like, I, my first initial I kept doing with the capital. It kept doing with the capital. So I did a nosedive with a Reddit, and Reddit's like, no. It's fucking case sensitive, so even though you may have a cap on your email for Hotmail, but whatever you logged in with Square Enix and your Square Enix ID, you have to leave it as it is. So I had lowercase in as my beginning one, ah. so it takes it with the lowercase in, even though I still get the emails to my yeah. email account with the uh, uppercase in. It was a fucking nightmare, but God whatever. God bless Reddit for unlocking the key. It took me a fucking week, but I finally got in there. I'm Damn. like, I'm like, I'm playing this shit. Was it that important to carry over whatever you did before? Um, well, because. Or just your name or continuity? It, or yeah, I had to start over. It, yeah, no, fuck that. It, it fucks you on it because I didn't want to... All right, so the way that this works is it took that key and that count and locked it into my PlayStation name. Okay. So they were tied. 
I can't no. just play another copy of Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm stuck to that <laughs> one that's registered. It's uh, done. For me to play a different license of Final Fantasy fourteen, I have to create a different account on different the PlayStation PSN Network. Account. Yep, and log into that. Oh, shit. So I was like, I'm not doing you that. You had to fight for it. Yeah. I get it now. That's I get it now. Because some people were like, just fuck that shit. Just create another account and go in there. It's like, no, I'm not... I'm keeping this shit tailor made. Nipple cheese till you die. Yep. Cause especially since I keep doing uh, expansions on there and they keep doing it with it, I'm like, yeah. I'm not dealing with the shit. That so, game will live forever just like 11. Yeah, because it's like every time I, I bought an expansion and try to register under another thing, it's like, nope, this PSN name is tied to this account. You must use this account to play under this PSN name. And I'm Damn. like, fuck. That's, that's how this whole thing started. So, gotcha. Finally got in there because um, I ended up getting that price. Uh, that uh, incorrect price on Amazon for the Shadowbringers mm-hmm. was like they were selling it for twenty bucks on the digital copy, and it gives you all the expansions automatically. So Damn. I just I had the base one. I did that. And now I got all the expansions all the way up to Shadowbringer. Uh, so now I'm beginning the the long hard battle of, of getting to the first expansion because the story doesn't take off to the first expansion really. Because I'm going through it now. I got the first forty hours, and it's very. Um, it's not for everyone. <laughs> put it that way so what have you done in this 40 hours because i don't i would have tapped out probably uh, a lot point. of it is is fetch quests yes yeah it is definitely fetch quests if you may have to consider paying for the if you decide to do it paying for the time skip basically and just but, go straight to the first expansion how much, how much is that i don't know i gotta look into it i think that's something they do through their mock station service because it's a different thing to handle it it's not part of the playstation network it's not like you can go you can't go in the store and buy it but yeah, i think you could skip up to every expansion correct yeah yeah, you can yeah. buy you can bypass the first one all together and go straight into the first one, which the, the story starts taking off. Because I've thought about trying this with yeah. you. You get the first like thirty hours for free. I saw up to thirty five levels. I believe yeah. thirty five, which is about thirty thirty five hours. Yeah, because I've looked into this before. Yeah, but, yeah. This is about an hour each. Look at Michael. You got him. You've got him. If you land it with this description, he's in. I see we'll, it in his we'll, eye. We'll see once we get to the other expansions. Because like the story right now is is very basic. It's lot. It's like you said. A lot of it is like they kind of like. They're pulling you along, like, all right, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. This is yeah. like Levy Quest. These are dungeons, you know. I'm, it's, I'm 30 hours in. I'm still going through fucking tutorials, basically. Like, do this. Go get this thing. So it, it's, um, it's something that I had to sit there and I've, it. You have to kind of like chip away, like an hour and two here. Uh, I, I just kind of just do it mindlessly now. So I just go in there and just kick shit off and pull out something else. This is your Watch first TV. MMO since when? Ever. Really? Yeah. You never got into Warcraft or EverQuest nope. or Final Fantasy XI or nope. anything? No. Nope. No PSO, no PSO2? Nope. This is it, huh? This is it, yeah. Which I, it lets me appreciate like Xenoblade uh, Chronicles 2 because I can see that battle system is very MMO-ish. There's yeah. a lot of RPGs out there MMO-ish battle Final system. Final Fantasy XII. So, yeah. <clears throat> Even though twelve predates fourteen, but no. Yeah, but I can see that. Well, I guess twelve will be based off whatever eleven is. I never played eleven. I'm assuming eleven is similar. So, mm-hmm. but it works well in that one controller system because you can map uh, attack buttons to R two, and then it maps it to um, all the face buttons, and then you can go to L two, maps it all the face buttons. Huh. It, it plays surprisingly well on a pretty controller. intuitive. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the learning curve is not as it's, it's pretty low. It's the only thing is you got to get through a lot of that fetch. Quest bullshit, but I'm I'm fine with it because I'm like, are you enjoying it? I am. I'm not forcing it... myself to go along. Yeah, I'm just going through and I'm reading it and I'm getting a little bit of the story. Like you're you're kind of uh, I'm already at the point where the crystals are to reach out to me and and wants me to get involved. It's just it's just very slow going. It's just for you since uh, it depends on your how you value your time. I'm fine with it. If you want to get to the good shit, you're you're better off just 
paying for the time skip and going straight to the first first expansion. Although I was I was uh, reading that even though yeah the good shit doesn't happen until later, it's it's important to play that beginning part just to learn how to play the game more more or less. So like the learning curve is much higher if you jump ahead if you've never played it before. So there's a part in there where it. There's like a part when you go into the it's like sandstorm. It's like a guild area where it's in the first city, like Old Dahl, where you get to. Um, as you go through, you unlock little bits and pieces of the game. Uh, there is one on there where uh, this person will teach you tutorials on how to play the game. So I'm, I'm, you would have to spend probably the first couple of hours going through those tutorials, tutorials. going through it. But that would help you bypass the fetch quest bullshit, which some people I think is very Warcraft, World of Warcraft ish. I describe that very well, where some of their their quests is like, "Hey, kill these enemies, get this blood to me, because my friend's dying." Go get these pelts. Yeah, basically, and then you go up to you just like Cesar to teach you how to play it. <laughs> He's yeah. already done all the hard work. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can walk you through it. I uh, started it when the PS4, like whenever it launched on the PS4, mm-hmm. I tried it, but it was like there was too much stuff on the screen. I couldn't see it right. So you, I'm you, almost nervous now because I would have to find that login. Yeah. I would have to do the same shit you did. You might be better off just doing it on PC. Go that route? Yeah. Can we play on the same server? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on the... Apparently I didn't realize that I'm on the more popular server on Cactar. That's a good thing. Which is a pain in the ass because sometimes they don't take new applicants. So Gotcha. they are like, we're not accepting new applicants. And then I have to sit there and fucking the quay. Like, you're number 36. I'm like, uh you have to sit and wait to get on the server? Yeah. Ah. Which is usually anywhere from um, two minutes to five minutes. It's better than being on a dead server. Yeah. Do you have to have people with you? Has there been raids or whatever you go you on? Can yeah, have... that's, that's the other question. Can I play this by myself or do I have to have a I'm, I'm The surpri- lone wolf over here. I'm surprisingly playing this mostly solo. This game is not like Warcraft. It's mostly designed solo. The only there you go, Michael. you're going to run into is since everybody's kind of high level and been playing this for a while in the, in the base game, is when you go to do dungeons. Yeah. It's kind of tough to get people to, to join you because it does do random joins when you want to do a, a dungeon based thing but um it kind of matches up to level so you, you have to get a bunch of people that's kind of starting out with you that's the only part but as you get up to the higher levels it, and the higher story doesn't matter because everybody can when they jump on the dungeon it'll match you up so i'm surprised there's not a people like you with this new expansion that just came out just now starting off um i haven't had any issues with dungeons i've been getting people to join me okay so, so there yeah. i mean now's now's right? the time because especially everybody's talking very highly of it shadowbringer yeah. seems to be the best the best one out of there there's articles bit. on polygon kotaku it's yeah. everywhere talking about now's the time to get into 14 yeah, i've been reading the reviews and they said shadowbringer i think that's the thing open critics got it higher it, it, right now it's higher than uh, resident evil 2 on the rating system so huh. game of the year so far I saw how you, um, I think it was you that tweeted the Metacritic of each, like, the the soft launch, or the Final Fantasy fourteen that flopped, mm-hmm. then Realm Reborn, and, like, every expansion's got higher, higher yeah. reviews. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's getting there, and I'm, I just want to get into the knee-deep in the story, and then the story I've gotten through is, is good, it's just... What's a brief overview of the of the story? Out of that 30 hours, is basically you, uh, you run into a gentleman, I forgot his name... A lot of the stuff I have to... Because I, I don't remember his name because you don't interact with him much. That's how I can tell you about the story. It's there, but it's kind of like it's... You have to... You have to go. You have to go. You're doing a lot of, uh, yeah. like, fetch quests and shit like that. And then they'll throw you into the story. Like, oh, you gotta help this Brass Blades captain. And you find out that the guy that you, that tried to kill you, or Lorelai or something like that, I forgot his name on there, he, he works for the Brass Blades. And you, it's, it's, you go through there. So, I mean, then you have the crystals already reached out to you. Like, oh, you're, you're a warrior of light. And, yeah. You know... We need you True to, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's it's not it's not like a plane of the regular like Final Fantasy 10 or 11 or 12 where you go straight to the story. They 
it's like Michael said, a lot of that shit they, they, they give you is like to teach you the systems. And it's because it's the systems are very complex. So a lot of the, it's, it's not like that. The fetch quest stuff is not important. It's just, yeah. it's a lot of it because it's yeah. teaching you, like, all right, this is how you do this, how you do that. That's the mechanics this. of the game. Yeah. Yep. It's like a lot of tutorials sprinkled in with the story. It seems like more tutorial than story in the very beginning. So I think as I get a little higher in the levels, it's supposed to pick more and more up. As you, as you learn more, it, you get a little story, more tutorials, and it just leads over where you get less tutorials, more story towards the end of it. So it's just, you just have to be um, powered through it. So. Get through the yeah. get through the slow burn. Yeah, sounds like it's worth it. You're yeah, it's good. I'm enjoying it. the hell of it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I would because in the very beginning, I was like, oh, I'm like you. I look at it, there's a bunch of shit everywhere. I, I kept getting pissed off because I kept going to the on the right hand side. You can click on the quest. You can click on there, and it throw, opens up a map. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm like, and then I, it, it just takes a while. You just have to get used to the mechanics. It's not. It's not easy. Right. You just have to sit there and figure like, oh, if I click here and I use the mouse pad as a the, the trackpad is a mouse pad, so it just drags over a mouse. And I oh, that's convenient. Stuff. Yeah, it's way oh. better than P- the PS3 one when I did the beta on that. So, um, so but yeah. ho- hopefully with everything being backwards compatible, and I know they're going to, accounts like that are going to spread on, hopefully you'll be able to use, I seriously doubt the PS5 will have that trackpad thing built in, Yeah. but hopefully if that's an intuitive interface for this type game, you'll be able to sync that to the next console and just, you know, just keep going, playing the way you have been playing. Yeah. I would hope. Because I think it has a pretty large install base on on PlayStation. It does, yeah. I mean, this, like I said, is a it's really designed with a controller, and it, it right. works. And Michael, like you said, it works very well. You can you can go play solo. It's really designed. There's a lot of solo players in Japan. I think they designed it to be played solo. Are you in, Michael? It's just the only thing. It's just the the only issues you have is just the dungeons. Because if you start out in the beginning, it's just tough to get people around the same level. Well, that's it. As long as there aren't people trying to constantly friend request me in the dungeon, I'm fine. I can be there chipping away at the damage. That's what you're worried about the most? I've had no issues with anybody reaching out to me. There's some... I, mean, I just don't like people just constantly like, hey, yeah. you know, it's like, shut up, go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't had any of those issues yet. Where I've, I've met, where we randomly just I've ran into people who just help me. Like I'm getting my ass beat by a monster, or I'm dead, and they just bring me back. Oh, they just they help me and they keep moving on the way. They don't even say shit to me. I'm it's like, a good right, cool. community. Yeah, cool. I get like I think the very beginning, somebody's like because there's a, there's a tier system where somebody gets I forgot what they call it because I didn't partake. I think I got two broadcasts from somebody. So what they can do is some they can have a veteran take a newbie and kind of nurture them along. And they'll send you a, a request because they, they get you rewards on both ends. So okay. there's a reason why they want a veteran to do it. Cool. But I usually just ignore it because I get the little thing, so-and-so wants you to join, blah, 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 of this this guild type thing. And I'll just it, you have 90 seconds to respond. I just let it time out. And after that, I never get another. It's not like that where somebody just keeps blowing you up like, all right, fuck, fuck, him, uh, fuck Michael McLeod. Let's just blow him up with a request every five seconds. <laughs> what my friend. It's like and a then, DC universe. I just so, have to where I ignore all that shit. But yeah, but no, constantly. I think if you Join get, our thing. Come on. It's like, okay, hush. I don't, I don't care. I, I think if you <laughs> so, get, I think they get one, alone. I think they get one shot and after that, it, they can't blast you again. It's very, it, it's, the, the game is very designed to be played solo. Surprisingly, I'm going through it. I thought I had to be played in groups, stuff like that. You can play it solo. It match makes and everything yeah. for the dungeons. It just, it's you can play it solo. I have, uh, well, I have the physical version of the regular game and the Heaven's Sword thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've never had a mess with them. I've I've always had a curiosity. I bought it because it's Final Fantasy, just to throw it on the shelf uh, with the other yeah, games. Yeah, same reason. I have eleven, just because. Yeah. But uh, I'm like, as Richard said, as more people have gone along and talked about that's the this is the best Final Fantasy that nobody's ever played story wise, and I'm I'm just like after that it's got my interest. So especially a lot of the celebration in Final Fantasy where you, they had that whole Final Fantasy VI dungeon with Kefka and you had to fight the Ghost Train and it's a lot of uh, 
callbacks to previous Final Fantasy games. So. That's cool. There's a Yokai Watch crossover somewhere in there too. Mm. Yeah, I think the new one has a a near one. So there's 14 million people playing that as of uh, fall 2018. Yeah, that's that's one of the ones I was reading somewhere that the subscriptions have been going up for. I know Warcraft's been dropping, but how much is it monthly past the past the tr- the trial? Twelve ninety nine. Yeah, I've been looking into this. Yeah, thirteen bucks a month. Yeah, if you get mad hours out of it, I've spent way more on games that I've played way less. What will probably happen is um, I, I I will probably get to the part where I enjoy the story and go through it, and then I will probably just stop the subscription, and then when they as they come through. With expansions, I'll probably then resubscribe. A lot of people do that. And then go through it. I don't think it would be continuous for me. Because I, I, there's other things I would want to play. But um, I just want to get to the story. That's all I want. I really want to experience it because I hear nothing but great things on that. That is awesome. Final Fantasy yeah. 14. So we're going to get updates on that every week. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. I mean, I've been trying to play other Something stuff. Something I know nothing about. MMOs. I've been trying to play other stuff, and I'm like, eh, let me fuck around with Final Fantasy XIV for a couple hours, and yeah. like most nights after work, and then it's like fucking midnight, I'm like, fuck, I'm just walking around just doing fucking <laughs> quests, and I lose track of time. Where did the day go? And they fucking put a clock at the very right-hand corner so that I can sit there and look at the time, like 5.30, and I'm like, all right, 6.30, I'm like, fuck, I was going to play something else. <laughs> what happened? 7.30. My yeah. life. <laughs> It's uh, I, awesome. I, I never understood the appeal of MMOs and how people get sucked into it, but I can see it now. So Russell talked about it with WoW. I don't think yeah. Russell's gone through one of his WoW phases while we've had the podcast live. Yeah, I think he's it put does that in the back burner. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I can see it now. I'm just, I'm like, all right, I see what people were talking about. I always gave people shit on that, and I'm like, ah, I can't play one game all the time. But I'm going on now. I can see that clock going down. I'm like, fucking hell. I'm not sure. Why, I'm not bored with it yet. I'm going through it. It's just, a, it's a lot. At the very beginning, it's a very overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But once you get through it, after the first mechanics. couple of hours, yeah, it, sounds it, good. You figure it out. And Michael, you want to start a free trial and jump on there with him? See what we think? No, not right now. <laughs> Come, on, Michael. Come on, Michael. Come on, Michael. I mean, it'd be hard for him because he, he needs a constant internet connection. Yeah, uh, exactly. That sucks. So. If I get five megabytes a second, I'm doing good. So. I mean, since he's traveling a lot, it'd be tough. Very tough. But it, it's it's a good game when you when. You, it's good if you're on if you only have a couple of hours to play and you want to play something. You can like you only got an hour or two to play and you can just sit there and just do some bullshit and then just go on. Is the music Final Fantasy worthy? Yeah. Dun, 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 good stuff. Non stop. Okay. That's not a bad thing. And then the whole uh the prelude with the crystal. Yeah. That's a lot of call out. The battle music's pretty good too. So I'd totally be down for Dragon Quest Ten if that came out, but that's that's my only MMO. I think I would. I would try that out as well. I've heard good things about Dragon mm-hmm. Quest Ten story as well. Yep. Would you get it for the Wii U? I do yep. have that game, yeah, but I can't play it obviously. <laughs> so. Is that it on Final Fantasy Fourteen, sir? Yeah, for now. Michael, I did find your arcade games from Judgment. You get playable classics such as Fantasy Zone, Puyo Puyo, Fighting Vipers, and Virtual Fighter Five, plus originals like the Light Gun Shooter. Kamuro of the Dead. Is that it? Is that the one you play? There's more than that. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't sound, sound like everything. Yeah. Thank you, Destructoid. I only got five of the well, games. Well, because I think a lot of that yeah, stuff I've, I've you experience as you play the, through them. The yeah. trophy for playing all the games. Yeah. Okay. Do you just have to unlock them eventually? No, they're they're available immediately. They're in arcades. You just go visit our, uh, mm-hmm. Club Sega, and then they're there. Club Sega? Yeah, Kamuro uh, of the Dead is the only original one, and that's that's House of the Dead pretty much. But it's much harder to play because you don't have a light gun, obviously. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I had found it. Motor Raid is that the name of it? I just saw yeah, that last that's minute. It. Oh yep. god, it sounds like Motor Raid. 
Motorway. Fighting Vipers was released in 1995, and Motorade was yeah. released two years later in 1997. Was that a Saturn game, Motorade? I don't know. We've got to look it up. It looks like a Dreamcast or an arcade game to me playing it. It's actually pretty fun. I know Fighting Vipers is Saturn. Was, uh, I think Vipers is booty to me. I did not like it. Was the Naomi board out in 97? That wouldn't have been the name. That it's wouldn't... close. It's getting... 97, 98. Yep. M2. Model 2A system. For Motorade, so it is a Saturn game. It is Saturn, okay. Yep. PlayStation 4 via Judgment. That's the only time we've gotten it, guys. Unlike yeah, other models. So you got Virtual Fighter 5 uh, Final Showdown, so. Finally super, got. Super finally, nice version of that. Finally got backwards compatible on PS4. Yep. Unlike other Model 2A racers like Manx TT Superbike, which I have two copies of. Or the original Sega Rally Championship, Motorade was not ported to the contemporary Sega Saturn or Windows 95. So this is the only way to play that game. I have Sonic R and Windows 95. Yeah. I forgot it's about pretty this good, show. though. That's very specific. <laughs> judgment, definitely give it a shot. All right, guys, we've gone an hour and a half. Are we good? Yeah, that's pretty Sounds short. typical of us. It's about our range. We were doing, remember our fucking two and a half, three yeah. hour shows? <laughs> we, had to, we had to rein in what we were discussing. Yeah, I mean, usually when we sadly have... I will not be on the next at least three episodes because no. I will be out of town. Yeah, usually when we have, and I will not be coming hours. home on the weekends. So I'm like out of town, out of town. Damn it! Do you think yeah, there's so any way for three weeks? Then I think I'm home for a couple weeks, and then I'm out of town again. But uh, I'm coming back on the weekends for those. So at least a call in is possible for those. But the next three, uh, no, it's not just, gonna happen. Just call in with a million click calls. That way we just like, you can just do your spills throughout the click calls. Oh you received God, a basically. call from, so what I played today. <laughs> your bits are recorded yeah. in like five minute sections. Yeah. All right, here's another clip from Michael. Do, do, do. <laughs> I'm playing this game, and I found this. No responses, yeah. just just clips, audio clips from Michael. Would you like to set the charges? No, no, not set the charges. No. All right, guys, you can uh, catch this podcast every Tuesday. I'm uploading Tuesday. Tuesday is stamped in. Tuesday seems to be the day. Every yeah. Tuesday on iTunes. Spotify. Stitcher. SoundCloud. Overcast. And Taco Bell. I don't know. what was Still Taco Bell. Store? What is it with the Taco Bell? Google Play. I think it was our last one. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram. There's no podcast. Just search for us. You can find our content. I put a bunch of our Halo... Um, experience pictures up from last week that was a good time i was telling my coworkers about it um yeah i was looking at i was looking at other people's thing it was kind of getting pooed on a little bit but uh it still looked like it would be something i would have enjoyed doing having debated um when cesar and i were first talking about it i was like we're going we're getting the vip tickets this is the way to go all that kind of stuff and then as he got to looking at it and we were actually booking he's like let's just get the general admission and that definitely saved us what like eighty bucks a piece? Yeah, because the VIP lounge, I think they kind of got the short end of the stick. Um, they got in an hour early and they stayed an hour late, yeah. but we saw everything we needed to see in that window we had. And their mm-hmm. VIP lounge had one Xbox One, one Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, bags of Pringles, and <coughs> cokes, canned yeah. drinks for eighty dollars. So I mean, this sometimes is the only bad thing about being the first one on the stop. So I would That's imagine true. they're probably gonna revamp it on the other locations they could have easily almost doubled some of those exhibits and i wouldn't think it would be hard to have two of those floods and two of the projector Mm -hmm. setups if you already have the big space and all that 
just to decrease those lines. Because I know some of these other events, like I, when I was following it on Twitter before we went, they were selling out. Orlando didn't sell out. Yeah. So there's going to be well, even Last longer. time you guys talked about uh, what other event style thing you wanted to do, and you said Legend of Zelda. Hell yeah. That would be great, man. That would be amazing. That would that would be. I, I was also thinking a Final Fantasy one, a Dragon Quest one, a Legacy of Kane one, a Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, I, I my mind went nuts when y'all would uh, when you were talking about that. I was like, oh man, there's so many things that I there could think go. of that would have been super good for this. We got some listener feedback from Michael. Thank you, yeah. Michael, listener Michael, for sending in your suggestions for a fan fest for pitching Square Enix Land. <laughs> Square, Square Enix Land. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Legacy of Kings there. Assassin's Creed one, there you go. It's a Square Enix world after Mm. all. That would be cool, though. I like the Final Fantasy idea, because you could have an exhibit for each game where you did something different. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we got 15 of them. Not counting the spinoffs. And And there's some spinoffs, yeah. Yeah. And the Mana There was a Monster one, I think, like a similar sort of deal in Japan at one point, where they had, like, all the, uh, not all, that would have been a bit much, but they had a lot of the uh, monsters uh, modeled, like... Like life size models out. I was like, that's awesome. Could you wrestle a Rathalos? Yeah, say stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a wasted exhibit if they didn't have that. That's it's part of the. I mean, core. it's kind of like the flagship monster for you know the series. Oh, hey, so. look! Man, I just threw a term out there. That's, that's the one that's on the cover of Monster Hunter World. Is I know what I'm. So. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean that's probably the only monster for Monster Hunter you can name. Oh yeah, that's Man. it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, how many times we tried to get a Monster Hunter? We tried the PSP one. Yeah, I want to get back in the world. I, I stopped playing, but I would love to be able to I, play. It I kind of just want to so. just pull out my PSP and just play Ad Hoc with this fucker right here. For I've been wanting to play some sort of well, PSP was it, game. Was, ad Hoc. I'll play was it Monster Hunter. Was it this is was it Freedom big, United or something like that? Or United? Yeah, or Freedom. Freedom United. Curve for new new people. Or I, people. I think no, no, no offense, but. I think you would give up on it. So, oh my if you're gosh. gonna play Monster Hunter, play the PS4 I, one. I think the one we got to is when we started cooking shit in the camp, and we're like, "What the fuck are we oh, playing?" <laughs> it was a steaming pile of shit. Oh man, we're like, we got into fuck that. that yeah, because we tried it. We're like, yeah, everybody's talking about this shit. And we're like, what the fuck is this game even? It's good. It just has such a high learning curve. You don't know what you're doing. You don't have. Somebody I don't think like, we didn't get to the it. fucking learning curve. We we got to the fucking first beginning part when you at the camp, and we're like, fuck this shit. Press A to eject disc. Yeah. I didn't have to do that to shake the PSP and it just flew out. <laughs> Twist it back and forth. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Michael, we should try out some world with you. Uh, it's on Game Pass. So there's no excuse. It is on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I'm not very far on the Xbox version, so I could uh, catch you guys up real fast. I might be willing to do that, sir. Yeah. I will throw you a bone. Mm. Let me know. I don't know how many. I'll teach you, uh, I'll teach you yeah. the ways of the hunting. Of the hunting of the monsters in the yeah. worlds. That might be. Yeah. Uh, that might be just a, a duo trip for y'all. That's okay. So if I hey, two people is better than one, especially with some of these guys. We got division. We got to play too. Yeah, man, division is awesome. La division. So we can get uh, Russell on there. We could actually, actually, I think Russell's probably farther along than I am at this point. Like I had a buddy I was playing with. Yeah. Uh, outside of uh, Russell, but he's so far ahead of me now. It's like all I'm doing is dragging him down. It doesn't scale. I thought it scaled like based off of missions and stuff. It scales to the highest player. Oh wow! So That'd if be he's rough. thirty something and I'm nine, then I'm getting my ass handed to yeah, me. Yeah, that so. would be rough. All right, guys, let's get on out of here. We've kept you for an hour and a half. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. Not me.
read that sentence again, Michael. I want to, I want to see how it translates to the tape. The tape. The tape. This form is a legal document that allows you to name the persons you wish to receive your vested plans benefits in the event of your death. It is your responsibility to notify the plan administrator of any change in your designation of beneficiaries. 